0: Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day.
0: This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app and join the Locked On NBA shows that are already on there right now. You want to get your Locker Room app at the iOS app store. And, uh, well, just join the Locker Room app. It's changing the way we talk sports. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs writer, and I'm glad to have you back. And the San Antonio Spurs started their five-game road trip. I guess nuggets, and it was not pretty. Well, that final quarter wasn't pretty. It it nobody should be surprised they lost, but we're going to dive into what went wrong, what went right. Yeah, there actually was some things that went right for San Antonio despite picking up the L and much more, including the latest news regarding Demar Derozan and his future in San Antonio. To do that, I'm joined by Ty Yeager, co-host of At the Line Podcast. Ty, it's getting too much of a pattern here, man. We're we're talking about a lot more L's than W's, late, aren't we?
1: Yeah, that that kind of happens whenever your team goes on a two and nine run in the past eleven games. It it, it hurts. It hurts. Trust me, uh,
0: it hurts. And and what made the uh, the loss to Denver sting a bit more than just a loss was the fact that they were in it for most of the game. Um, you know, they were up by maybe two three points. Um, they extended the lead, maybe I think close to double figures. And, and, you know, they, they relinquish the lead, but they'll come back. So at least for a good two, two and a half quarters, it was like that. And then it just simply came apart. Let's start off with the good, the bad, the ugly, but let's start off. Let's get the ugly out of the way um, that they just couldn't close it out. Uh, I don't know. If they ran out of gas. Denver was just Denver. You know, they've been playing hot late, but what was the ugly? What was the ugly part of the loss?
1: Uh, The transition game did not look good and the way that the offense really ended that third quarter and went to that fourth quarter not able to get a bucket to save their damn lives. That was what really hurt. The bench unit could not get into rhythm at all during this whole game. Rudy game, Patty Mills just couldn't really get anything going. They got a few buckets there, but Rudy going two for ten. Patty was not that bad, four for eight, but Still a negative twenty, negative twenty-two, and negative twenty-nine between the two, and a plus-minus. I know it's plus-minus, but yikes! That yeah. It overall, there's been one key. There's been one thing to this whole to this whole skid, and I'll I'll mention I'll mention that later. But geez, it, this bench unit has not been looking good at all, and it's been a reason for these losses.
0: Yeah, and his name is Lonnie Walker. I think you're yes, to sir. that. You're losing out at at least another body that can give you potentially twenty or more points. We've seen it so far. They said even a thirty-one point outing from Lonnie. Now I understand, Ty. Those are few and far between. But you got to figure that you know he's in the rotation when they do have some other players on board, and you know he plays behind them. Minutes, you know, he's not playing twenty-five or more. But you know when he does get time. Case in point, earlier this season against the Thunder in Minnesota when DeMar DeRozan was out, he got the increased time. We saw what he did. So he's definitely been missed, whether that be the hustle plays, the and one percentage. He's one of the better um, and one finishers at his position, according to the glass. Those little energy plays are gone. Uh, Pop talked about in the last uh, loss uh, right before the road trip, saying that this team looks fried, looks tired. Well, Lonnie is a fresh young player that can provide an energy boost Hopefully he will come back uh, again. As of this recording, there's still still no timetable when he's being, um going to return back to uh, the court. And yeah, but you, you look at you mentioned transition uh, defense and uh, just transition play in general. You know, it was just non-existent. You know, they the, the, the team talked about it after the loss to Denver. Dejounte D- Murray, funny enough, he says, "Hey, we look good in practice. Whenever they do get practice at that." You know, transition defense and just getting in transition, and he says, but it doesn't translate. Uh, There's, there's a disconnect here, Ty. If you want to look at some numbers, fast break points and the losses to Denver, eighteen to four, Denver with that edge, you can't even get back into slow down the mistakes. Ty, is is this fixable? Is what we saw the ugly fixable as the season goes on? I think it's. I can very well say that this team.
1: Can't be fixed. It's. It, I think they earlier the, this team played so well in the first half of this season. I know that they have this really tough second half of the season, but if there's win there's been one consistency throughout this whole skid, and it's been ever since Lonnie Walker hurt his wrist. He played two game. He played two games in this in the span of this last eleven, but he was that. Those were the two games that he was hurt, and even then he was doing some really good stuff. So, but. There's been a huge hole in this team, and that's Lion Walker. You, just you can say whatever you want. You can say that he's only scoring eleven and a half points a game this season. You can only say you can you can say that he's only he's shooting 42% from the field, which I still think is pretty damn good. But you need to look at the fact that this man was playing twenty-six minutes per game. And in the two games that he did play with this team with his team in this last eleven, he was a twenty-six usage. That's the that's second behind DeMar DeRozan. And the rest of the kid Rudy Gay has had been put into that to the third second to the third most usage in this span at twenty three and a half percent, and you guys can clearly see how that's been going. It's a negative mm-hmm. eight rating for him. Right. It's it's Lonnie Walker has had an impact on this team, despite despite what this, the normal per game stats look like. Despite, despite the stats we've looked at all this season, Lonnie Walker still has had an effect on this team. If it comes to the and the biggest one I see is the way that scoring can be balanced on the bench. And it's because right. of Lonnie's ability to play make the, with the ball. Cause we've seen that his passing has been tremendous this season. His playmaking is, is really taking a step up. He can still stretch the floor. He can really, he's another one of your consistent shooters from beyond the arc. And like, honestly, what I've been saying since last year, last season, this man is a like a go-to score type of guy that you can like rely on mm-hmm. and go to in the scoring. If I needed a reliable bucket to be on the floor that isn't named DeMar DeRozan, I'm going to Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker has a very right. similar skill set that DeMar DeRozan has in terms of scoring. So yeah. say what you say what you want about oh this this team can't be fixed. Lonnie Walker can't be making that big of an impact. He is, and it's clearly <laughs> been more than clear in his last eleven games
0: we were talking about the loss to denver 106 to 96 the spurs dropped 24 25 under 500 guess what they'll play denver again tomorrow night um this is going to shift to the bad now what went bad for san antonio again something that we're seeing all too familiar now Ty is three point shooting at half they were five for 20 they finished the game six for 24 now denver didn't shoot that ball great as well eight for 26 but nevertheless this has been an issue with san antonio they're, they're 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 getting outscored from the three-point line they can't defend the three-point line and i get it you know Denver didn't play well but it's still an issue just the three-point line on offense or defense is just not clicking for them uh, we saw it against denver um you know 24 shots you know you know in in right, right before the game versus denver when they were on the the, the nine game homestand was over they were near dead last I got the numbers obviously changed, but in just three-point attempts, I think about 24-ish, or, or I'm sorry, excuse me, 34-ish. Believe it or not, 34 shots is not enough in today's league. You got to go upwards of maybe 36 or more. So you're looking at a team that just simply can't connect or can't defend. Ty, is this an issue? It's To answer you, that question
1: at least is, I think this team can defend. This team showed that they can't, they can defend, and they did really well, especially in that starting lineup. That starting lineup was not bad at all tonight, and they were probably the bet, one of the better players out there. They were still a net, a net positive between Keldon, Keldon, Jakim, and Derek Wall on the floor, and Dejounte was only like a negative one. So it, they can defend, and we saw that at one point Denver didn't have a bucket for like four minutes. It's just connecting on that offensive end that was really been hurting them this whole stretch, and tonight was tonight showed offensively that this. Like I said, the bench is missing Lonnie Walker. The bench is missing its pieces and the the re, the reason this team lost tonight was because you can't play your starters 48 minutes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and and you're seeing perhaps signs of the sophomore slump hitting uh, Kelden Johnson of late. He's been a little more inconsistent. N- uh, you know, it's been a while since he's you know, you know been that Kelden Johnson that we've known. He tried. I think, you think in the first half he was energetic, he was screaming on the floor attacking, and then I think you're starting to see teams kind of scheme about him. You know, just don't give him the lane. Basically, you the, know. The other cheap. thing, the other thing yeah. to that,
1: besides defense, defenses really kind of figuring out Keldon. It's also the lack of usage. We don't see him closing the, those fourth
0: quarter lineups. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy to use app. Headspace is the only meditation app that advances in the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation is, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace is there for you. Headspace even has a three-minute SOS mediation for you. Can't get better than that. Need some help falling asleep? You'll get, uh, to, get to sleep faster by using the Headspace app with their wind-down sessions that many users swear by. Headspace's approach is to reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. I use it, you should use it too right now. It's been wonderful for me, especially during the day when things can get hectic. Those mediations, quick three-minute SOS really do come in handy. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over six and over 60 million downloads. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is the mediation app made simple. Go to headspace.com slash That's headspace.com slash for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of mediations for every situation. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com right now to shop for all auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Brake lamps, brake parts, control modules, everything you need is right there at RockAuto.com. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And those prices, they're always going to be reliably low. They have a unique, easy-to-navigate catalog. And you see all the parts quickly that are available for your vehicle, and you choose a brand specification and the prices you prefer. Don't go spending up to twice as much because those prices, again, are not only relying below, they're the same for you and professionals and do it yourselfers. So it's the best place to go for your vehicle. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on. And how did you hear about this box? So the know that we sent you an amazing selection, reliably below prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. And he is eleventh
1: in the past eleven games in usage at like six at sixteen percent. That's like on, in line with Yaka Pertl. That should not be happening. Yeah, and also Devin Vassell should not be dead last in usage on this team at twelve. In yeah, the he past sixteen 11. minutes versus Denver, but still, it's yeah. still the. The usage rank ratings with these guys needs to be changed. You need to give attention to different guys. Rudy Gay should not have half 23%, percent of the usage while on the floor, and that, and that comes to where either Pop's not trusting the guys, the op, the offense are other players just not moving the ball. I can say for damn certain that Rudy Gay isn't moving the damn ball. Whenever I see him get it, get in his hands, he mm-hmm. just isn't moving it. And as a result, your these guys are just or just not getting the ball. And I think that's where, at least with Keldon's issue is he's not getting the ball. And like we said, defense is just maybe scheming it up to where he, he can't really take advantage of getting the ball, but we can see that he can score he had And mm-hmm. that first quarter was really good for him. He was finessing around in MPJ mm-hmm. and they were, and they were just, the whole team kept going at Michael Porter jr. The whole ga- that whole first quarter. And it was really successful. They won the quarter and, I don't think they went back to that game style for the rest of the game. They didn't give the ball back to Keldon.
0: Right. Yeah, and and look, you're looking at some of the numbers uh, against uh, against Denver in the loss for San Antonio. You know, they just took their foot off the pedal. You know, the second quarter they only mustered up 18 points. And you know, you're, you're looking at the rest of the game. Uh, they lost periods three and periods four and. Again, what happened to that team we saw earlier in the season? Ty, you were on On Spurs, and you were saying, you know, this team can rally. You know, how many times we've we seen this team rally in that first half schedule? So, time after time, and I think that spark is gone. Whether it be what Pop says, or fried, or the just you know the schedule is getting them. Those are factors, and I know there are excuses. The probably listeners are right now saying, oh, you just give them excuses, but it's just a matter of fact. The schedule is rough right now they think Chai, they have the second roughest schedule or the first
1: it's it's around that it's top it's three. around
0: one or two yeah it's top three and they're playing against upper crust teams DeMar DeRozan even said it too uh, I think right before the road trip saying we're not even in the toughest spot yet of the schedule and it started <laughs> last night versus Denver
1: again you can say that oh is just excuses it's like not really, especially whenever your team has been injured between Gorgie Gorgy Jing and being getting hurt with the shoulder and not being able to play really good full ten minutes of the game, and then also add on that Lonnie, this Lonnie Walker wrist injury. Lonnie hasn't really been given a lot of time for it to heal because there's been so many damn games since he's since he's injured it, and as a result, players are getting tired. You don't have all you don't have your t- your full ten man rotation that you usually run with. You're missing pieces and guys. Things are not clicking think guys are tired. I know it was a home trip, but now they're going now they're going back on the road right. and it's it's not it's not going to get easier from here it, no it's, it's just not, not. especially it's not. if especially if you don't have lying Walker back in that rotation Things are not going to get easier in
0: any way yeah and you're just thinking of bodies because the the players that are playing right now they are there's a lot of wear and tear of them because of the makeup of the season but you're you're down Trey Lyles. You're you're down Lonnie Walker, you don't even have a spark plug like a guy who could potentially give be that like uh, Bates Diop. They're they're hurt. So again, we're seeing this team not at full strength, and uh, you you don't want to make excuses, but those are factors, and those are factors of why the Spurs could be sl- or are probably slumping right now.
1: Players one through seven for in terms of minutes per game the last eleven, the highest is twenty three point two minutes per game with Rudy. The rest of the you have nearly six guys averaging thirty plus minutes a game and and no consecutive days of, of rest back to back. Tell me how that's not a factor. Please. Describe. <laughs> tell I want I want the I want people saying, Oh, is this an excuse? I want you to go play eleven games with one day of rest at most between them. I want to see how how the hell energetic you are after all this.
0: Yeah, and then going up against top teams in the league. Um yeah, yeah we, please, please he,
1: tell me, tell me that this is this is just an excuse. Please tell me and go do this. Go do this. Yeah. I want. I really want. To, I would love to see someone from Spurs Twitter try to run this and come back. Oh, to they say, will. Uh, yeah,
0: they, yeah, yeah, You, gonna, you can <laughs> let Ty know at uh, on Twitter at the Ty Jaeger. Yeah, let me you know. Are...
1: I'm. I'm a little. I'm gonna get a little fed up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, another part of the bad part. We'll to the good in a bit. Is that. Um, this is a Denver team that was without Jamal Murray and without Millsap. And those are the two big uh, players for them. And you had um, uh, Porter Jr. Yogurt, I'm not going to say. Yeah, yeah, yogurt. Porter Jr. not being Porter Jr. And Gordon not being the Gordon since the trade. The, the, I think there were opportunities there for the Spurs to capitalize. And I think for the most part, they did for the game. You know, At least there, that competitiveness was up until it came apart in the second half. So, again, you know, an opportunity slip where uh, facing a Denver team not at full strength. Imagine if Murray was playing or Millsap both were playing. I, this 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 maybe would have been worse. Who knows? Uh, let's shift to the uh, good now. Yes, there was some good. And, Ty, I'll start it off. They showed more competitiveness than we've seen in the last few days. Um, they were in it for most of the games we talked about, at least in, you know, third period-ish before things started to slowly come apart for them. I was happy to see that. Uh, I was happy to see that they didn't get steamrolled right out of the gates. Remember the Cleveland game or the Clippers game? You know, they're just getting trounced to start. So there was something there, Ty. I hope they can use that to build as the season moves on.
1: Like, I will say, this is, I know it sounds silly, but to only lose by 10 against the Nuggets, and actually hold the Nuggets to 106, While playing garbage time for like the last last half of the fourth quarter, I think I say that's a win in my book. I see this as an absolute win, and and, and
0: I think at the point that the Spurs are at right now, they'll take any win, any any little thing they can grow on. Because Patty Mills talked about that. Yeah, Patty Mills talked about that after the game. He said, "Look, we got to become the team that is students of the game again." And he highlighted the the moments where the Spurs did well against Denver. And he says that. They got to use that and say, okay, what do we do right here? So you have a veteran like Mills acknowledging that this team did do something right, even though they lost in the game, and there is potential there now. Again, if they came out and they just got clubbed and just from the get go, okay, fine. Maybe there is no good in this good, bad, and ugly so, a recap. But that is something there. And I think they can use that in the next game versus Denver tomorrow night. Seeing that, look, we were with this Denver top West team. For a good part of the game, we just gotta keep that mojo going, guys. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Look, football may be over, but you still got the NBA, MLBs in full swing, so is the NHL. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They cover it all. You get real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. And BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's simply the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. That's right, free to sign up. Head on out to the website, BetOnline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. In other words, they're going to give you half your money back. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts, and use promo code LOCKEDON over at BetOnline.ag.
1: i will i will say the good of this like i said earlier the starters are playing really well good basketball between the between the five stars there were eight steals well, you, you could have fooled popovich.
0: you could have fooled popovich who said uh everybody's not playing well but there's a good amount of players not playing well you saw the video i shared it with you ty
1: yeah it's and i think it's just on the offensive end but at least I gotta I gotta come in the defense from that starting unit though and there was some graphic that Valley sports even put up saying that this the starting unit for the Spurs was still playing pretty damn well in the past like 10 15 games or whatever however long the it was like 10 or 15 games that they put in the net rating was a pretty good it was a double digit positive net rating and that's really good while compared to the nuggets and net rating of like plus 33 in their starting unit it's a little crazy but still a the, the starting unit looks decent. I think they've they've played really well, at least in this game, because whenever those five were on the floor, they were doing some really good basketball. And that first quarter, the first and second quarter really showed it, that whenever those four were on the floor, they were doing good stuff. Absolutely. And so I take that that as a positive. Again, you had a combined 10 steals and blocks from that starting unit alone.
0: Another uh, positive is that uh, Murray... It returned, and um, he did tell media that his foot is fine, that you know he feels okay, that the doctors said that, yeah, he can go. He can, they can't do anything worse. He, they can't, he can't do anything worse to it, that it is what it is. He has to play, and he said that he was going to get it out and play for the team because they simply need bodies. Again, you've seen that common thread again, bodies you know, because of the schedule, and they see it, and you could see it on their faces already. There, there's a little wear and tear there. And I, I, I know it's a young team. I know that's what you're going to hear back. Ty. You're probably going to hear it too. Hey, this is a young team. They should be able to handle this compact season. Well, you try it. You know, that's all I got. Again, say. You try go it.
1: try it and
0: yeah. Even as professional athletes, this schedule is damn rough. It is. It is. It's really rough. Now there are look. We're not sitting here, you know, painting uh, excuses for them left and right. You know, we're we're calling them out that you know I brought it There's up.
1: Issues. There's issues. There's on issues.
0: The there's transition defense, that's issues. Three point defense and three point shooting is an issue. Competitiveness, w- at least, was an issue for the most part um, prior to the Denver game, uh, but they brought some of it back. And rotations, as Ty mentioned, you know, usage rate players shouldn't be you know, like Vassell, shouldn't be having those minimum small usage rates. They should increase. So there's little things that the Spurs can do, the coaching staff can do right now to get things going, just a matter of if they will do it, Ty. That yeah. is, I think, the uh, the crux right there is Will Pop and the rest of the coaching staff, Hammond and, and Will Hardy and Johnson, say, you know what, Gay, you're going to maybe see um, five minutes less and those extra five minutes are going to go to Vassell. You know, okay. little things like that I think I think could help this team moving forward, Ty.
1: If I'm going to fix anything right off the bat, besides, besides put get Lonnie Walker back, get Devin Vassell some more touches. Don't this man should not be having seven a seven usage rating from tonight while Rudy Gay is doing twenty four. That that's from just tonight's game from our last last night's game. Whatever time this, this episode, it's late. <laughs> but um but Devin Vassell should not be that underused, mm-hmm. especially being a young guy that can really that can show off that he can score right. and probably be one of your best defenders while on the floor. Just give Devin. You got to go to your young guys. Give your young guys a chance. At least you like like the like pr- the previous se- season. You gave Lonnie Walker some length on his leash and man, he let a comeback and in a great win against the Houston. Maybe for Kel- for, for maybe and for Kelden. And yeah, Kelden in the bubble and then earlier in the season, you gave him some length, and he showed off. It's time to give Devin Vassell maybe take the leash off him and let and let him loose because I think this could be a man that could really help at least this bench unit as it is currently just with scoring in general. And honestly, get the ball out of Rudy Gay's hands. I do not (laughs) need to see more any Rudy Gay iso, please, for God's sakes.
0: You know, I had a chance to talk with Jaco Perro about Vassell. And first of all, he gushed over him. And he said that that on and off the court, he's just a pro, and especially at his young age, that he asked a bunch of questions that he's always in the years and, and, and talking with the veterans. And that on the court, he's impressive what he's brought defensively and offensively and the, i think he, i believe he told me that you know that he knows that he can score so there's that there's that, that offensive droughts where maybe Vassell could pump in something you know he's he's a pretty good three point shooter you know defensively i think he leads the team in uh, steals per 100 possessions so you're you're going to get some value out of him now you project that out and give him more minutes yeah perhaps that value increases there's only way we were to find out is that he gets that in, that spike in minutes. But we'll see what nine
1: nine Not just a spike does. in minutes, a spike in touches.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, yeah, in minutes and touches. Plays called for him, and let's see what the kid can do. Because there's going to come a point in the season if the uh, losses start mounting up more than the, the wins that Pop may have to go bubble. Remember what he said right before the bubble? We're not out here to scout. We're not here to make the playoffs. <laughs> Remember, he said that. He openly said that, and everybody was shocked. He said, "We're going to give the young kids that burn. There, I, there might be a, com- a point in the season where he'll have to do that. Where you know, maybe you know, it's time. You know, and and we'll see what happens. And who knows? Maybe they'll start winning. Uh, Ty, we saw that in the bubble last year. They won the young you, guys man. and they knocked
1: on playoff door. I'm, I'm going. People are going to be say, excited. Some people are going to be excited." Oh, finally, they're going with the youth movement, and we can t- it's tank season, and then suddenly this team starts winning, and they start climbing up the rings, like, and the, <laughs> all the tankers are like, oh, no. No, you're ruining it. You're ruining <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> well, there is our quick recap, or, or not quick, but uh, just a recap of the good and the bad, the ugly, uh, what happened with the Spurs' loss to Denver. Once again, they'll play Denver again tomorrow night as their five-game roadie continues. Hopefully, we'll be talking about a win, not a no. In the next time we speak here in Locked Spurs, this is going to shift gears now. And uh, the Athletic had some interesting news. I don't say interesting, more like, yeah, you know, kind of expected that. Regarding the future of DeMar DeRozan in San Antonio tie, in a nutshell, basically, DeMar is going to just keep everything open on the table. All options are there. Not too shocking, is it?
1: No, not really. And I, I tweeted this out. I tweeted this out on Wednesday saying that, I think if DeMar leaves, I think it's a positive for San Antonio. And excuse me why I duck. But um it's it's I know that it sucks. It's if this if say that DeMar DeRozan does walk and you don't get signed treasure or something like that out of out of him, I know it does suck that you don't get any return from him. But honestly, you don't know what this team was being offered in the first place. I always gotta tell people that. You don't know what the what other teams are offering because I have a feeling that the teams have been low balling the Spurs, and there's been plenty of reports out there saying that no, no, the league, other teams in the league are not really eager to help out San Antonio because of 20, 20 plus years of success. You might do that. So, you yeah. I mean, kicking, kicking everyone's ass. They, they might be, be okay with seeing it. So, I don't think our teams were really eager to help out San Antonio. And then also, re, you have to remind yourself that. While your team while the Spurs might be losing him for nothing, other teams might be losing him for nothing as well, and they probably don't want to take that risk either. And especially okay. if they're throwing in a pick or something, eventually it would end up as a net negative for them. And why would a team do that? Why would a team sacrifice something like a pick or maybe or another player just to lose DeMar DeRozan themselves okay. and late going into free agency and have a net negative? Yeah, there's teams like the like the Raptors who they took a waiver on Kawhi and they won a championship for it. But I'm here to say DeMar DeRozan ain't Kawhi Leonard. I'm just going to say that. So it's, it's not, it wasn't going to be, be, I don't think it's going to be easy to trade him. I don't think teams were going to be eager to trade for maybe a guy that ends up as a second or third option on their team. So it got to be aware of what's going on around the league. And just other things other things go around and I just I don't think it's a pure net net I don't think it I don't see it as end of the world that the Spurs lose DeMar DeRozan for nothing
0: yeah you know for for me you know I I think the best case scenario is sign and trade I think that that'd be great uh for the Spurs to get something back in return because you want to see something from that Kawhi Leonard deal you know because you you lose out on obviously Kawhi you know you you, but you, so, you get but DeMar Rosen, so and then, coming- and, I, and I get and I get the whole thing. You know, Peralta and Johnson are here. Yeah, but um, you just want to see more. You know, more value for what you lost.
1: Yeah, and it, but it also comes back to where you got. I think everyone needs to relook at the perspective of this trade. That yeah, you traded away Kawhi Leonard, and the centerpiece of that whole trade was DeMar Rosen at the time. But now you got to you got reevaluate and look at you got to look at the hindsight of this, to where that your main your main player out of all of this is now Kelton Johnson, and then you also add on that you have Jakob Pertle who's your who's going to be your center for the next three years, and who's doing a damn good job of it still. So you need to reevaluate and you need to look at what's the while Demar DeRozan was the centerpiece of this trade back in 2018, you got to look at what the what it is now in 2021, and that centerpiece is Kelton Johnson of all this. So you're losing kind of the weaker end of all of this of this trade now. And yeah, again, it sucks to lose it for nothing, but just kind of like I've said, it's kind of a po- it comes it becomes a positive by uh, what I forgot the term. It's too late, but it's Sorry. it's a it's a positive about just removing is addition by subtraction essentially, because it there's so many th- different things that open up. You get minutes for Lonnie Walker. You get him at least additional touches. There, I feel like there would be a lot more ball movement. You're not, you're not restricted to a guy that doesn't shoot threes. It's let's be let's be plain fact here. There's a I think there's a lot more pauses at least in terms of these young guys that it really works out without DeMar DeRozan being on the floor. And I just don't think DeMar DeRozan was a is a fit with these young guys. It's just a play style. DeMar DeRozan's an amazing guy. I, and I cannot take any. I'm going to also say this but everyone on this team. There are great people. So everything that I say that's a negative, it's just about their game. I'm not saying that any of these guys are negative people. Rudy Gay, DeMar DeRozan, and Patty Mills, they're all great people. And, a, and Patty Mills is essentially the culture of this team. But just the game, I just don't think DeMar DeRozan was a fit in terms of game style with these young guys. And I think it would right. be a positive if he's not on the ro- if he's not on the roster and in, going into next season just because these young guys could really – Use those primary touches, and you can. You need to find someone as your number, your number one option for the future. Yeah, and we've
0: already seen how this team does without him this season. When he had personal issues, he was away from the team. Uh, when he, we uh, saw Lonnie Walker step up—not just once, but twice or three times. He, he's done that. What, what was the correlation there? The minutes have opened up for the young player like Lonnie. So you, you know, there's pros and cons to this. You know, Ty, you highlighted the both, you know, losing uh, a, a, an all-star and essentially an all-star for nothing if he walks. But you got to take this in mind, too. The report didn't say that staying in San Antonio is off the table. They just said that everything's on the table, including, you know, you would you assume, including staying with San Antonio. The thing is, is that Spurs have a lot of money. They're going to have a lot of money this offseason. You don't want to see them break the bank, though, on DeMar, do you?
1: No, you don't, want, and especially a guy that's going into, that's leaving his prime now. He's going on, he's going on 32, and this is going to put him in, it's just going to put him on the outside of his prime. The, usually the prime age of like your peak, athlete, peak athleticism is like 25 to 32, somewhere around that range. Well, he's going to be 32 going into next season. And you have a lot of young guys that you really need to start developing, and you really need to start getting touches. And we, we've seen that it, some of these old guys are taking away those touches, a.k.a. Rudy Gay with Devin Fassell. You, you just need to, if you trust these young guys, you got to be able to trust them giving them minutes. Yeah, there's going to be growing pains. But if you trust this young crew, you got to let them run. You can't, you can't hold them on to the, chi- to, the ba- to the child leash all day long. You have to let them go at some point.
0: Yeah, and um, if, if he does go, and I, I think it would be beneficial and for everybody because they're, they're going to get a good draft pick. Um, maybe it might be better. We'll know. Maybe that, we'll save that for a topic for a later uh, lockdown Spurs. But as of right now, you know they'll get a really good pick, maybe 12 to 15 range around there. Um, so there's going to be more minutes for that kid, whoever it is. And this draft is supposedly deep. Imagine that. Imagine having another young guy with that type of potential. You know, we're seeing it right now with Vassell. Again, being strapped to the bench because you have veterans on this on this team. I, I think that probably wouldn't be prudent for the Spurs in the direction they're going, right, Ty?
1: No, and my ideal offseason in terms of just look, looking at the players that we currently have, I'm okay with DeMar walking. I'm okay with Rudy walking. I think I'd rather sign Patty Mills just because I think that culture and leadership is very important. You still need... You still need to have some sort of veteran on the team, but I'm not, I'm okay. I'm not going to be mad or sad or disappointed or see as a failure if DeMar DeRozan and Rudy Gay walk for nothing. That's just in my opinion, because there's so many more positives that come out of it. Just addition, addition by subtraction. Again, it's not, it's not the best thing in the world, but it's not the end of the damn world. It's not the end of the world if you lose DeMar DeRozan and Rudy Gay for nothing because there are so many other positives that are going to come out of it. It, On paper, does it look like it sucks? Hell yes, it looks like it sucks. But you got to look at the long term and look at the ramifications that will come from it. And it's just going to be so much more positive. Yeah, some of you are yelling, oh, this mf -er is being optimistic again. How dare he? It's just got to look at the bigger picture, guys. And it's not... You guys are overreacting. I said this on my own podcast. Y'all are overreacting and calm the hell down. But it's like not the it's not the end of the world if these
0: guys walk for nothing. And again, you know, if the report is true via the Athletic uh, that everything's on the table, he's leaving everything wide open as it reported, then you know it's there's so many things that you can read into that. Um, we mentioned that they're still staying in San Antonio. That is still a possibility. But by now, you would have thought that maybe, just maybe, something would have popped up regarding extension talk, especially because there is no deal done to trade him uh, at the trade deadline. Uh, at least uh, some sort of major report came out. Nothing like that. Um, the last time there was a, an extension talk was a few years ago, I believe, and supposedly it was not going anywhere. But here's the thing. DeMar DeRoz has made it very clear. If it doesn't come from him, it's not true. He shot down rumors that he was unhappy in San Antonio, and he resigned. Um, he shot down various other rumors, and they ended up being true. Now he's been quiet on this one. We'll we'll wait to see if he does chime in um, as he usually does. But you you got to look around the league right now, uh, Ty. You know he's seen his contemporaries, his colleagues. You know getting rings. You know is that a factor? He's probably not going to get one in San Antonio. Um, and there's also this two-time, and this is a big one, with this summer com- – well, I'm sorry, that was a weird season, but this off-season free agency, excuse me. Um, He's now kind of one of the bigger fishes to catch in the free agency pool, isn't he?
1: He is. He's, like, he's probably one of the better players behind Kawhi in terms of wings. Right. And he, he's put up good numbers. He's really proven that he's one of the most efficient guys out there. I just don't think that you're going to win a championship with him as your best player. So, but I think he makes it a great fitting piece in next to someone else. It's kind of, it's like I don't think Paul George will never be a number one option again, but he makes a great number two option. And right. so it's just that's just the way. Demar, DeMar DeRozan is going to be the next Paul George. That's just my opinion in terms of how he's going to fit next to someone else. Right. But you know, it's, it, it, and it, also also everyone needs to remember the dude was traded here. He doesn't owe us anything. He 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 gave us a he gave us the player option. But he doesn't owe us anything, and I'm not, and not asking him to owe us anything. He was traded here out of his own will, against his own will. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold anything against him at this point.
0: Right? Yeah. And you know, he he's coming in. He's he's been a good soldier. He's putting in the numbers. He's breaking the records. But you got you got to look at his future. Does he want to be part of a rebuilding program here in in, in San Antonio? Does he want to be? Maybe missing out on the All Star game because of the conference he plays in and the players that you know he's thrown into with the small forward spot. Does he go chase a ring?
1: Does maybe he, he wants get, to go back to his uh, friend
0: Kyle Lowry. Yeah, maybe he wants to go back to Toronto. Maybe he's a, he's a California guy. Does he want to go back to one of the LA teams or, you know? But you just you you he has every option on the table, and I think that's prudent of him and his camp to do that. That's smart. You don't want to put your eggs in one basket. And if that means he walks, he walks, you know, if he stays, well then he stays. Uh, and that's what he what he comes down to. And you, if he walks, you can't blame him. If he stays, well, I, well, let me ask you, Ty, would you be surprised if he stays? If they make some sort of extension deal?
1: I think so. I think I would be You'd very be surprised, surprised because okay. if you, be from just the, the rumors that we've heard, just the way that I just don't think he fits with these young guys, and then just adding on that there's so many other factors that he can go to, ring chase, he can get money somewhere else, go somewhere that he somewhere that he finally gets to pick. He's never gotten to pick to be where he wants in his career besides re-signing with, signing the extension with Toronto because he enjoyed being in Toronto. But he's only been with two teams, the team that drafted him and the team that traded for him. I would not blame the man if he gets to finally pick his own destiny. And I would yeah. say good on him because he... Yeah. The man has deserved it. He's
0: because you would his... do the
1: same thing in your real life. What did you tie? If, yeah, if, if I if yeah. I've been going for the past decade of places, I didn't really get to choose. Going to Canada, first off, <laughs> going from going from California to Canada, and then Canada down to Texas. It's I I would kind of want to I think, and I've gone I've gotten paid so much money, I've done all this. That I think it's kind of time for me to pick what I want to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. If if team. If a job at A, at a is going to give you more money and is a, t- a Fortune 500 company and is one of the biggest teams of uh, companies out there, I'm pretty sure, Ty, you would take that job. You, you would do... Versus a startup. I, think the,
1: I think the other thing is, do what makes you happy. I think we've, we've all gone to a point in life that we want to do something that just makes us happy. Yeah, a job might pay us more or something like that, but just, the job doesn't make you happy. You mm-hmm. And you do something that makes you... That, you enjoy doing it somewhere that you'll want to be. I'm not saying that DeMar DeRozan doesn't want to be in San Antonio, but I think there's other places that man would like to be. I think he would like to be yeah. close to his family. I think he would – I who might want to go back to the old friend or something like that. Again, I'm not going to blame the man for whatever he does. I'm going to say good on you, and that's probably what the Spurs had done in the long run. Yeah, that's probably not the best for team management, but you got to give – The Spurs have always done their players right, and I think that's kind of another factor you got to count in that the Spurs know the Spurs, especially Popovich, see that this is more than just a game. That there's a lot more into this, and that players' emotions really matter. And you can, you people can roast me or, or whatever the hell you want to say. Say this is a game. This is important. It's like, bro, this is an organized sport with guys dribbling the ball and shooting the ball. Don't take it too seriously at times. (laughs) Remember that these people are humans and they got families, feelings and all that. So stop being, so stop being, stop being a selfish prick and think about more to life. than think about more to this game than anything else. This ain't two K. This is, these are people's, these are real
0: humans and these are people's lives. Absolutely. All right. Uh, We're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about the loss to Denver last night? Um, anything positive that you can think of that we didn't think of, or maybe just more of the negative, you know, or some things that the Spurs need to fix up, let us know. And what do you think about DeMar DeRozan's future in San Antonio? We heard from the athletics saying that all things are on the table, wide open, quote unquote. Well, your thoughts, you want him to stay, you want him to go or what you know, maybe a different scenario. We're not thinking of Ty tell everybody They can chat with you because I know you lit some fires right now and uh, <laughs> tell us about at the line.
1: Follow me on Twitter at the here. That's T the Ty J A G E R. Make sure to check out my podcast. We're actually doing episodes now. I'm not lying to you this time. <laughs> That's <laughs> at the Lion Pod on Twitter or wherever you get your podcast. At the line, check it out. Uh, just we did a lot. Of, we done. We just did an episode on the recent woes and all that. And then I also once again called out Spurs Twitter. So again, if you want to hear what I said and all the long tangents and stuff about that, go check us out on wherever you get your podcast. At the line. At the Lion Pod on Twitter.
0: Same here. Make sure to subscribe to Locked Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. On the Odyssey app, uh, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, iTunes, it's all there. And uh, if you want to get to know what else is going on in the world of sports, well, we got you covered there at the Locked On Network. You can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. That updates you with the latest news in every major sport. With the help of our local experts, follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Again, that Twitter handle for Ty is at the Ty Jaeger. Are you there really you just
1: trying to send people to me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean you like to have discussions, right?
1: Yeah, Spurs Twitter's been a little it's been a little too too much at times today. Or at yeah, least yeah, the past It's past been few times. it's
0: really been getting you 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 Again you if you want to hear sometimes
1: if you, you want to hear my thoughts on all Spurs Twitter, go check out the podcast. But also, I te- I give everyone a good way of learning some positive vibes. Everyone needs okay. positive vibes. Why don't you just Go- keep it positive? I'll just keep it positive, everyone. If you I'm going to channel something that I said in my own podcast, if you have a good experience somewhere, write a good review. Don't write just negative reviews. Write a good review about somewhere. If you had a really good good taco in San Antonio did some hole in the wall place, tell everyone how good it was and make sure that they support that business. and All that stuff. Good vibes, everyone.
0: All right, and on that, let's leave on a good vibe. So for Ty Jaeger, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.